Welcome to the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. Hey, I'm Chris Trent, and I'm doing a little bit of an intro to the episode that you are about to listen to, because unfortunately, we had a little bit of a technical problem while recording it. We think at the end of the day, it's still worth listening to, and it's not too terribly garbled. And ironically, uh, it was mostly uh, a problem on my end, a technical problem on my end, and it's my, my microphone that's a little garbled here and there. But when it's all said and done, we think you can hear the heart of what we're trying to say. And so hopefully you'll you'll listen and get some great ideas on how to work with your students during the holiday season. So thanks for being patient with us. And we just wanted to let you know that we are aware that uh, it doesn't sound like our best work. But that said, we think the content is great. So enjoy. Thanks again for listening. And here is episode 11 of the Youth Ministry Podcast for volunteers. Welcome to episode 11 of the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. If you're a volunteer who works with teenagers and you especially love pointing them to Jesus, this podcast is for you. You are in the right place. Hey, I'm Chris Trent. I work with the Next Gen Ministry for the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. I've worked with teenagers for a little over 30 years now, and I love pointing them to Jesus. But I especially love the volunteers who work with them. And that's you. So thanks so much for hanging out with us. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, could you do us a favor and subscribe? Subscribe to the podcast. We would love that. And also, it would be amazing if you could just take a moment and leave a review. That would just help us to get the word out about the podcast for other volunteers. Well, hey, today on episode 11, it's a great episode. We're calling this episode our Christmas Spectacular. And the reason we're doing that is we've got everybody with us, plus a new special guest. And so when I say everybody, I mean literally all the guys that you've gotten to know before, plus a new special guest. And so let's go around the horn here and introduce uh, everybody. Um, let's start off. Hey, uh, Billy Crystal, what's up, man, from Marine Gold. Hey, guys, how are you? Buddy? Good to see you. And, and, and a little, and so you're our North rep. You, you rep up there in North, but you also work at a church, right? Give us a little. Quick yeah. Look. So I'm at Burning Bush Baptist in scenic Ringgold, Georgia. Uh, you say scenic Ringgold, Georgia. That's amazing. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. It is you never nice. know what you're going to see. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And uh, we've got uh, Todd with us from kind of in the Atlanta area. Todd, what's up? Hey guys. Hope everybody is doing well and having a great time. Uh, during this this season i love this season but uh i'm in uh, duluth at first baptist and uh enjoying time uh 25 years of youth ministry and uh just a uh, honor to be with you on this extravaganza christmas extravaganza christmas, christmas. extravaganza not the xmas don't leave jesus out of christmas that's right christmas okay uh and uh tim kilgore what's up man how you doing Tim is having technical difficulties. Hey, so here's what we're going to do. Hopefully he can jump back in here in just a minute. But what we are, we're just keep going here. And um, we have a special guest today. And specifically, our special guest um, is a result of me having one of those moments. I don't know if listeners, I don't know if y'all ever have one of those moments where you go, why did I think about that before? But for me, it, it happened a couple months ago um, as I was thinking about the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. And it occurred to me that all I have on the podcast is dudes it's just a bunch of guys uh, on the podcast every week and so all of a sudden i was like man we have got to get a female voice on this thing for all of our ladies who do volunteer work so today our brand new co-host is jennifer fletcher jennifer what's up how you doing hey chris i'm doing well We'll boo you for a minute, all the girls. Boo, Chris. Just, oh, hey. We love you. Now. We love you. I'm, We're I'm glad, making it right now. Glad to be here. 
11 on, you're going to be really good to go. So we're, yeah. We're, so we're we just tell everybody, don't listen to those first 10. No, no, no. They're I'm just gonna... We just don't know what we're talking about sometimes when it comes to, to girls. So no, but super excited I, to be here. Jennifer has a great background. Jennifer, give us a quick background, kind of what, what, where you are today and how you got to where you are today in terms of working with teenagers. Yeah. So I started working with teenagers during, during young life, doing wildlife specifically, and then focused on middle school ministry for a long time. And then I got to work with Chris at Johnson Berry Baptist in Marietta doing girls ministry. And so sixth through 12th grade girls and loved that. And then now this podcast is awesome um, because I am a volunteer. And so I currently have senior girls. I had kids and decided to spend more time with them. And so moved into just volunteering and student ministry, but it's been awesome. Love it. Love being a part of it on this side of things too. Yeah. So, so I love the fact that podcast with Jennifer, that's just funny stories about Chris Trent. Yes. No, we, I yeah, have a notebook a actually podcast. that I brought today too. We can call that. <laughs> I don't podcast. know what he thought today's topic was. We but... can call it the notebook. The notebook. I'm going to get Wendy Trent, Chris's the, wife, to be my co-host on it. And it's going to be jump awesome. on and have a blast is what she would yes. do. Yeah, no doubt. Tim, are you back with us, by the way, Tim Kilgore? Uh, I think I am, yes. Tim Kilgore, we'll y'all have to understand. Uh, again, hey, just we're calling this a crystal spectacular. It's going to be a little bit longer uh, than normal. But Tim, we joke with all the time. He's down in Waycross, Georgia, one of our, one of our Georgia Baptist reps down there. And uh, I think he froze again. Is he frozen again? He legit <laughs> this thing, and we just smiling there. Uh, internet is in yeah, it's a cross, good, so. it's a good freeze with a nice yeah, smile. He's smiling. Yeah, he's smiling, beautiful. But anyway, we're we're gonna just keep going anyway. So, um, well, hey, uh, Jennifer is gonna be great to have you, and we do look forward to having um some female perspective on this thing because listen, working with girls is different than working with guys, and we need help with that. And so, hopefully. Uh, our female volunteers will be glad to have um, someone who's actually in the trenches doing it and has a youth yeah. ministry background from all those years. So that's going to be uh, super awesome. Well, hey, uh, before we jump in, I would love to just spend a few minutes talking about Christmas because we're talking about this at our Christmas Spectacular. Specifically, I'd like to maybe uh, just hear from y'all on, you know, we all work with teenagers. We love working with teenagers. When you think about working with teenagers during Christmas and kind of, are there any like holiday memories? And it could be like after Thanksgiving through the first of the year kind of the things. Um, any memories of working with teenagers come to mind that are kind of funny or just kind of a good memory? You know, we've, we've got a lot of those, Chris. Uh, you know, obviously you've got the the big things you do every year, but at, at Burning Bush, we do a lot of just silly out of the blue things. And so, you know, maybe it's as simple as the youth Christmas band or, or something like that. But one of our students' favorite things for our older leadership kids is we dress in nativity clothes, like, you know, nativity stuff. And then we just go to random places out in public. We've got this giant sign that says Jesus is the reason for the season. And we just wave at cars that are going by in front of random businesses, or what's even funnier is in front of random churches. And you <laughs> be amazed how people like bring us cookies or like uh, we've been interviewed you, by a news crew and by newspapers. And it's just hilarious every year. And, and everybody I think is potentially wondering the same thing. What do you do for baby Jesus? Oh, oh, we have, that's a big thing. Uh, we have quite a few girls every year that'll fight over being married and we actually take a little manger and it's a big baby doll. Um, like, and is it the same baby doll every year? It is the same nasty little dirty baby doll that's just stuffed in a closet, 360, you know, half or most of the year. And then we pull it out. A little neglected baby doll, Jesus. 
So yeah, sad. There's it's a crazy. sermon. There's a sermon in there. Somewhere. It gets thrown oh, around. It gets dropped there. on the side of the road. It's that sad. I shouldn't have told that. That is incredible. I think Todd, you Oh, go yeah, ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think one of my favorite things is a lot of times churches do a lot of, I guess, more multi-generational stuff during Christmas time. So I think in our church oh, yeah. has a big Christmas festival coming up and that's a fun time to be like, your leaders are there with their families, your students are there with their families, but versus always doing siloed student ministry things. I feel like Christmas brings a lot of people together, watching a lot of our teenagers sing in our choir and getting to hear them sing and perform with your families. It's just a fun time of year to kind of bridge all the different people together. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's good. Todd, what do you got? That's good. Well, I, I was, imagine this, Chris. Um, I took a group to Disney. Um, <laughs> yes. Over the holiday, so, the Christmas holidays. The yeah. It was right. Well, it was, it was right after move. Um, and uh, it was actually youth evangelism conference back then. And uh, we drove uh, to Florida, but from, it was when it was in Macon. And so from Macon to Orlando is how long? Like, I don't know, man. Too long. Yeah. It's about seven hours. Yeah. It took, it literally took us 12 hours to get to Disney world. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. It was the worst time ever to go to Disney world, but it was a great trip. We didn't lose anybody. Everybody behaved. Um, but the, the trip there and it was before like ways and maps and all that stuff. Oh, so you didn't get like um, take a detour and figure out all the stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it was, it was awful. So anyways, one of those that, I mean, that was, it was a fun trip. Great memory with those students. Yeah. But it was, it was a long trip, long trip there and long trip back. Yeah. 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 So for me, I, you know, I always think to some of the years where we would always have like a winter retreat kind of during the holiday season right there. And for a lot of years, we were going up to Gatlinburg, but I have this one sort of terrible memory uh, where I took, I guess we had probably, it was kind of a large group. It was about 70 or 80 kids go up for this winter retreat. And we all went to this water park. And this is a terribly yucky story, by the way, but legit, this has happened to me as a youth pastor. We got back from the trip and I got a phone call a few days later from a mom who had just left the doctor's office and her daughter had a rash. And the rash was uh, the result of the hot tubs at the water park. Um, and all of a sudden, that was bleh, bleh, you know, and I had to I had to email all the parents to reach out to all the parents. And sure enough, well over half of our group got the same thing. Uh, it was just terrible. And uh, it's a it's it's one of those terrible memories. But it's kind of funny also, you know, because it's like, oh, my gosh, remember that year when that happened. So, uh, yeah, they will never forget that. They will never forget that. Never forget that. My hey, family they could be adults it. now, you know, telling stories at their Christmas parties. Hey, remember that time when yeah, I was in middle year. school and the- yeah. <laughs> we got the rash. Uh, Tim, how about you, man? You got enough internet to speak at all there? He's got nothing. He has no Christmas memories. Just no lots it out. This is so what's going to be the funny at the end of the thing. We're like, Tim was kind of on the podcast that one time. But, uh, yeah. Well, hey, let's jump into the episode. Thanks for spending a little extra time with us. But we do have some actual ideas here that we think will help you. We wanted to talk specifically on this episode uh, about how to stay connected with teenagers during the holidays, how to stay connected with teenagers during the holidays. And we think this is an important topic because it's just a different time of year. Uh, Billy, why don't you jump in? Uh, We were speaking earlier about this and this is a real challenge at times uh, as far as staying involved. Sure. It it is 
very important to stay involved. We all get incredibly busy, and uh, sometimes we want to maybe maybe do a little less, but we've got a real a huge opportunity here. So you know, the first thing, if if nothing else, uh, we need to have a big Christmas uh, get together. We need to do some kind of event party, uh, whatever. I know back in the day there were the ugly Christmas sweater parties. Maybe a lot of people still do that. For me, it's this year. Every every year, there's something different. This year's a cowboy Christmas. We're actually having chili and sarsaparilla tea and crazy stuff like that. It's one of the my kids' favorite things every year. And it's just yeah. hanging out, talking about Christmas, singing songs. Yeah, and I think as a volunteer, Jennifer, I'd be curious if I'm, if I'm getting this right, you being a full-time volunteer now, or you being a volunteer. Um, on top of the normal everyday stuff that you have going on, now all of a sudden you've got Christmas stuff going on, which creates a whole other level. So it's easy to kind of maybe let that area of staying connected to teenagers slide a little bit, especially whenever your schedule's changing. You may not be meeting on Wednesday nights for a couple of weeks or having Sunday morning in the same way. Is that true? Yeah, I think it's hard too, because while it's a busy time for your students, it's also a busy time for you and for your family and trying to coordinate your personal schedules. And especially as a volunteer, you know, in a sense, it was easier to stay connected when I was doing student ministry full time, because it was part of my job to stay connected. Uh, but it is a hard season to stay connected when you have, you know, full-time other responsibilities going on. And so I think to try to plan get togethers is a great idea. My small group, we're trying to do one next week. We'll see who shows up, uh, really trying to make sure that we plan it before the kids get out of school, because once school releases, they're spread out. Um, but yeah, I think also if you, if you can't do a big get together thing, then trying to make sure that you do a personal thing, you know, even just like sending them a Christmas card, a note, just trying to say hello. We've got all kinds here. So let's, let's do this. Let's jump into the actual ideas on how to stay connected with teenagers. Um, and we're going to jump right into the first one here and we've already been kind of talking about it and I like it. It's have a Christmas get together. Right. So this idea of Billy, uh, you talked a little bit about that, Jennifer, you just mentioned having to get together at your house. But really, when it comes to ideas on how to stay connected with teenagers during the holidays, what we're saying is just do something intentional where you plan something uh, that you could have a get together. That could be man, where you're baking cookies together or that could be where you are doing a gift, a gift exchange or whatever that might be. But just do something during that that time period. That's a little bit unique. Just a Christmas party or Christmas shindig or whatever you want to call it. Anything to add to that? Well, I like your point with the fact that it it doesn't necessarily have to be some big elaborate something. Having some kids over your house baking cookies is is watching elf together, right? Having an elf party, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Hey, Jennifer, you got number two. Yeah, I think especially if you're having a hard time getting them together, because we all know that we've sent a text trying to plan something as a volunteer, we've got these great intentions to do this big group thing and nobody responds, you get crickets back. And so in that case, I think we neglect and we forget how much just a personal note can mean to somebody. I know, especially for girls, I think every girl you've ever met says that their love language is words of affirmation. Even if it's not they're like everybody else is saying it, I'm going to say it too. words of affirmation. So encourage your students, a little <laughs> note in the mail. They don't get those anymore. That's not a thing for teenagers. And so that it just goes above and beyond to help them remember that you care about them. You know, my student pastor, when I was in high school, his wife mailed me a Christmas card, like personally to Jennifer praying for you this season. And I kept it through college. I was like, this is so cool. She like put something in the mail for me. How nice. 
Yeah. And, and like, if you're one of those families that actually does a picture thing, you know, a lot of families still do that thing. And it's yeah. like, you know, every day, you know, you're still getting Christmas cards in the mail, but it's rare that and they're usually just to the family. But if all of a sudden the kid went out uh, or mom went out, they got home that day. Hey, say, hey, you have a Christmas card here from yeah. your small group leader. Like it could be really, really cool. Just yeah. feeling remembered by them is so nice. Yeah. Legit. You could even, you know, um, uh, you could even like put something in that thing too, you know, um, uh, but we'll talk about that here in a bit. I got an idea for that, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, which is, uh, well, which is number three, Todd, what do you got? I would say, um, one of the things that, that I've done in the past, but uh, I think this would work for small group leaders for volunteers is to show up at your students' home and bring some hot chocolate and some donuts and just meet on the porch. You don't even have to go inside, but just to, to let them know that you're there, that you're thinking of them, that you care. And it's very cheap, uh, very quick. You don't have to spend a whole day doing it and you just go around to your small group. Uh, or the students that you get to volunteer with and for, and and you just serve them hot chocolate donuts, have a, a small conversation, and be on your your merrily way. Yeah, and that could be like a little gift, even right? Absolutely, yeah. Like the gift could be hot chocolate, you know. Um, yeah. I was even thinking with the Christmas note, Jennifer, like like if you wanted to do just, you, you might could go to Chick Fil A, um, and you know, just get a free ice cream cone thing or something like that, or just something, yeah. something easy, simple, you know, um, and depending on, you know, listen, it can be really difficult. There's so much money going out of the house around Christmas time. So we're not saying you need to buy every kid in your group, like a $20 gift or whatever. Um, but depending on how God's blessed you and stuff, I mean, you can do whatever you feel led to do there. Um, but giving them something, even if it's like, man, a tradition of every year, you give your students in your group an ornament, you know, like a Christmas yeah. Something like and overlap um, it too with with what you're already doing. You know, like my kids and I are already doing a Christmas cookie thing. So why don't we throw in a couple more dozen and then hand those out to the girls? You know, yeah. you can you can make it creative. I saw this really awesome idea recently. Um, talk about ornaments. It was a it was the ornament. Now I have no, I'm not crafty enough to know how they pulled this off, but the ornament actually had the names of the kids in the youth group on it. A cricket like machine. Eight. Cricket machine. Okay, great. A cricket yeah. machine. Yeah. This is, see, we've been missing out for the last yeah, episode. You've been missing out on your cricket machine. Like Billy, Billy Todd, and Tim would have just been completely silent right there. They wouldn't have had any idea what we're asking right there. But I, I, I have a bedazzle. Awesome. Awesome. I, 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 oh, I bedazzle things. Yeah, I do. I can bedazzle an ornament. <laughs> so, you hilarious. Yeah. So, all right, Billy, uh, you have, so, Hey, let me catch this up real quick. Ideas on how to stay connected with teenagers during the holidays. Number one, have a Christmas get together of some type, a little Christmas party, whatever shindig, uh, send a Christmas card or a personalized note, something special there, maybe buy them a gift, uh, you know, depending on what you can do. And that could be as part of your, the things we just talked about. It could work into those things. Uh, Billy, you have number four. Yeah. You know, a, a neat, uh, way to simplify number two and number three, if you need need to is to simply drop something off at school. You know, we know, you know where they are and when they're going to be there versus maybe a home sometimes taking some little something as simple as a card, dropping it off at their school. Um, kids are going to love that. Plus there's the bonus of they get called to the office and they think they're in trouble. So they have to take the walk of shame down the hall and everybody enjoys that. And that's, that's an easy win-win. I think that could be huge. Jennifer, I think you, you've actually done that before. Am I right? Yeah. You just go to the front desk and you feel like a mom because you have to like sign their name on it. And then they call them, you know, Chris Trent, please come to the front, uh, front office. 
Chris gets all nervous, walks, and he's like, oh, it's a donut from my small group leader. I'm not in trouble with my parents. But yeah, it's super easy and fun. And that way, again, sometimes you don't have time to drive to all their houses or coordinate a party with them or do something, especially during finals week. Even middle schoolers have tests and exams right before school gets out. What a fun treat for them to get those last couple of days. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's great. It's great. Okay. Tim Kilgore, we're going to try. <laughs> well, let, let's just really quick say Chris Trent was used to getting called to the office, so it wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah. He'd have been like, ah, I'm back. Five, Tim, if your internet will work long enough to. Yeah, uh, let's, let's hope. Well, <laughs> um, you know, a lot of times with small group leaders, with volunteers, a lot of times we want to just to teach them to do life with our students. So just invite them into what you're already doing. Like if you're going to be wrapping presents and you need some help, Hey, that's a great opportunity. Um, or if you're going to go shopping or uh, maybe meet up for lunch, if you're already out those kind of things, cause kids are getting out of school, you can just kind of be hanging out with them, doing life together and letting them see how, what it's like to, to do how, what you do. So as a volunteer, if you're wrapping presents for your kids, you know, that's just a ni- nice way to bring them in and connect them to your family and, and just have a special moment with them. So. Yeah, I think that's great. I especially love the, I'm terrible at wrapping presents, so I especially love the idea of getting some help with that. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, but am I, and now I'm an empty nester, so it really stinks because my daughter always helped me. And so um, back to wrapping myself. I just realized that literally for the first time. <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, I love that you, you, Christmas shopping. That could be a challenge depending on, you know, you might not be able to pick them up. But maybe they can meet you somewhere like that could be a great thing. Um, all those things are good, man. So uh, just join, join with what you're already doing. Just invite them to come along. I like it a lot. We're just meeting up for lunch. Maybe you're out Christmas shopping and maybe you're going to go eat lunch at Chick-fil-A. Tell them to meet up there with you. It's good. Um, hey, Jennifer, we're up to number six and you've got number six. Yeah. Make sure that you don't forget to contact them on Christmas. You know, we talk about all the things that you can do during this holiday season, but we want to make sure that we are wishing them a Merry Christmas, that we're celebrating the birth of Jesus with them. And that doesn't have to be some, like you sent them some long spiritual devotional text that day, just say, Hey, Merry Christmas thinking of you. Uh, I remember being a teenager and you kind of compare with your friends, like who all text you, you know, did y'all do this? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Who all called you? Who asked? No, what not when I was got. a teenager. That would have oh, been. I teenager. know. Okay, no. sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> administration. No, but, she just showed uh, her age, and we well. just showed ours. <laughs> yeah, but it's a big deal. People want to feel like, oh, they had a list of people that remembered them, and so texting them that day. I think also just to make it casual, you know, teenagers like I don't know, send them a picture of something weird that your grandmother makes, and be like, how much would you have to pay to eat this nasty looking fruit concoction oh, yeah. thing? I don't know. Just make it silly with them, but make fruit, sure that you actually tell them. No, like the thing that's in like the jar, you know, ambrosia is that what it's called? Who knows? I don't know. Don't come yeah, to the Fletchers for Christmas, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, make sure that you wish them a Merry Christmas. Yeah, and 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 keep in mind too, just two couple of pro tips. Um, it, it's probably wise to maybe send those out individually where you can connect one-on-one with yes. students. Um, but you could also later in the day do kind of some kind of fun group text of sending like pictures or something like that. But another pro tip would just be simply this. Go ahead, open up your notes app, whether um, I don't know what that is on Android, but I'm sure that there's a notes app on Android, but on your iPhone or whatever, open up your notes app and go ahead and write that text out now yeah like copy soon. paste and then copy and paste that to each kid you know um on that day 
uh, that because you know we are busy on Christmas Day. You got your own family stuff, and you're going to have time to necessarily write out a whole thing. So go ahead and take the time to write out you know a couple sentences there, um, and uh, just have that ready. I think it'll be yeah. huge. Man. And Chris, I would say too, just as we're thinking to make sure that like, Hey, what'd you get for Christmas? That those texts stay more individual. There's, there's can be a big discrepancy within your small sure. groups of, of types of gifts. And, a pony. Yeah. Gotta, you never like, let's just not make it sucks. a comparison thing. There's already yeah. enough comparison. Yeah. That's a good word. That's a good word. All right. We are up to number seven, our final of all. It's of very biblical to end on a seven, is. you know? It is. It is. Uh, do uh, well, Todd, it's yours. I was about to do it, but I'm going to let you, you do it. You can go, go ahead. It, it, I'll let you do it. There you go. Thanks. Um, it is uh, doing a, a devotional together. And uh, you oh, so can see we landed spiritually. That's yeah, what we did. About. Let's um, go. You know, uh, Advent is a great time uh, to spend together um, and, and just, uh, you know, challenge one another, encourage one another to, to get in scripture, to uh, spend time reading the the Christmas story and just meditate on that. Or there's there's all kinds of free Advent devotions out there that you can get and you can yeah. send those out to your students. And so just a, a great way to connect um, just together as a group and in that fellowship time, but also um, just a, a great way to connect with the Lord during this season. Yeah, totally. And it's not too late because a lot of folks that are listening to this, you're well into the first, second, you know, week of Advent um, as far as December uh, and Advent started like right after Thanksgiving, the Sunday after Thanksgiving this year. Uh, so it's not too late, though, to, you know, find there are a couple like two week ones out there. Uh, you can jump on like you version, the Bible app. They're like reading plans that you can find on there. Uh, if you do Advent Youth Devotional, you'll find some things. Um, and uh, I, I think it'd be great. And it, it does, it, it is very unifying. I think, especially if you kind of send it out to them every day, like if you could pull that off or something like that. Um, uh, and maybe ask, Hey, what are y'all learning, uh, during this, uh, super, super cool. Um, yeah, I would go, ahead, go ahead, Jennifer. No, I was going to say, you said you version, which is great. And, and for the females out there, there's a great app called first five, the goal oh, that says five. the first five minutes of your day are spent oh. with the Lord. Uh, Guys, you're welcome to read it. I think the devotions are awesome, but it is it is girly. Uh, oh, yeah. They have advertised to teenage girls. That's cool. but it, it's got great apps or great devos on the app. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's really cool, too, because um, and when they're out of school, because our, our students, they're busy studying and all kinds of stuff with school when they're when they get a chance to kind of break free from that and have a few weeks off before the Christmas holidays, that's a great time for them to kind of reconnect and encourage them to, to really dig into some stuff that they might have some more time for. So. Yeah. And another massive pro tip here would be this take time today to go ahead and put on your calendar for November, early November of 2023 a reminder to go ahead and try to, research that advent because advent you know it lasts about a month or so i'm probably like really bumbling this thing by the way is advent like the same amount of days every year and does it's it all sundays, sundays, sundays before christmas four sundays before christmas yeah and uh uh so yeah but you could if you if, if in november of 2023 though you go ahead and set yourself a reminder you'll have a little bit more time to ramp up to that and prepared to do that together so that'd be a super idea well there they are ideas on how to stay connected with teenagers during the holidays number one have a christmas get together number two send a Christmas card or a note number three, buy them a gift or just take them a little something like hot chocolate or donuts or something like that. Uh, part of that also could be just simply number four, dropping something off at school uh, or 
Number five, join what they're already doing. Go out to lunch with them or have them meet you for lunch or Christmas shopping or wrapping presents, those kind of things that happen around the Christmas season. And then number six, uh, text them on Christmas Day, uh, especially individual, and maybe uh, have some fun with that. And then finally, number seven, do a Devo, do an Advent devotional together. Uh, and it's probably not too late. You guys want to add anything before we wrap this thing up? Awesome. <laughs> I, I was just going to say it's been it's been fun. Uh, yeah, 2022 is is over. It's just been a, a blast. And I've learned from listening to these things. And so yeah. uh, just yeah, appreciate man. you guys and uh, and looking forward to 2023 with Jennifer on board with us. And uh, again, to everybody out there, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yeah, And thanks for trusting us with your time. You know, the folks that have been listening to this thing, like really, we really appreciate that. Our heart is for volunteers. Um, those of us who do this full time and that's everybody, you know, that's on the uh, podcast today. Um, you know, Jennifer did this for a long time and she knows this as well. Volunteers are the heart behind this thing. Well, Jesus is the heart behind it, but you guys are important. Very, very important. And we really appreciate what you do. Uh, so thank you for that. Thanks for trusting us with your time. Uh, hey, that's going to do it for today's episode. So, hey, we do have a question, though, for you. Do you have any ideas? We're getting ready for season two. Season two is going to start in January. We're just going to keep it. It'll be episode number 12. That'll start in January. But do you have any ideas on what we could do for an episode? Well, we would love your insight on that. Um, so we're, you can email us at youthministrypodcast at gabaptist.org. And I'm going to put that in the show notes so you can link to that. But it's youthministrypodcast at gabaptist.org. So be sure to join us on the next episode. We're going to take the rest of December off because we know everybody's so busy, but that'll be episode number 12 back in January. Hey, special thanks to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board for allowing us to provide this as a free resource. We especially are thankful for the churches that continue to give to the cooperative program. Hey, if you need anything, you can find us at gabaptist.org slash next gen. I'm Chris Trent, and we will see you next time on the Youth Ministry Podcast for Volunteers. Thank you.